Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of AV Trade Talk. Got another special side series for you tonight. This is AV Bites. We're talking grilling and chilling for the holiday. That's right. Fourth of July is coming up, and whether you're actually going to get out of the house or not, to be determined. However, you can probably still be in your backyard. You can probably still grill. Maybe you want to do that inside. Whatever. That's your jam. We're going to tell you all about what we're doing for the fourth, what we're grilling, how we're chilling. We might even throw some recipes at you. So uh, this is the third in the series. We've got many more to come. We're, we've been focusing on the on the barbecue just to get us all ready for, for the barbecue season. But beyond this show, we've got all sorts of regional, uh, regional influences coming down. We've got some plant-based food shows coming down. We're doing desserts. We're going to talk bread. We're going to talk you name it. So if uh, you have an interest in cooking, baking, or anything in the food realm and you'd like to come on a show, reach out to us through the social and we'll, uh, we'll have that conversation, get you on a future show. Uh, so tonight's feature, uh, Grilling and Chilling for the Fourth. My co-host, Vegeta Yuji. Ma'am, how are you? I'm doing great, Katie. Good. So if anybody's not familiar with me, I'm Vegeta Yuji. I'm a freelance AV marketing professional and one of the co-founders of the hashtag AV Foodies. And Katie is the other co-founder. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Mainly, I'm on Twitter. So... Look for that hashtag and see what you see. And your handle is Views by V. Hopefully you're following her. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing that in there. Throwing that in there. All right. And our next guest, Mark O'Kern. Sir, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Excellent. Introduce yourself, if you would. Sure. Uh, I work for Sigma, and I'm going to give the the proper disclaimer for any Fortune 20 level company, which is my views are my own and do not reflect those of my employer. Um, Although I certainly, you know, don't mind distributing the barbecue when I go there. AV industry for me, I don't know. I got into this. I went, I went to college for pre-law and somehow ended up as a roadie uh, because that's what you do when you go to college for pre-law and don't want to be a lawyer. So and somewhere in there, I picked up IT again and AV, and uh, here we are today. Excellent. Excellent. And Zach, sir, introduce yourself if you would. So, uh, Zach Gomez. I'm in the Dallas area where I'm in a corporate AV doing a little bit of tech management for company here. And also with uh, House of Worship, I volunteer with Eastside Community Church as an audio engineer there as well. So I do a little bit of everything. Like Mark, been in for a while, did a lot in college, getting me the boost to get into a career, turning that corner from being being there. And so uh, it's been a good, uh, quite a few years now and probably more than I think sometimes. And I just, yeah, loving getting involved to everybody and, uh, getting involved with Twitter and meeting everybody here and all those kind of things. So it's been excellent. good. Excellent. Excellent. And your handle is at buzz CG. So buzz CG, that was for Zach. Mark backing up to you, your handle at Mark underscore O-K-E-E-E-R-N. Uh, we'll we'll touch all of that up again here at the end of the show. So make sure you're following all of these fabulous guests. Nancy, bring us home. Hi, Nancy. <laughs> I work for Williams AV, known as Williams Sound. I am a global consultant liaison, so I have the world. And it was fun for a while there with doing the travel because when I was in Melbourne, Australia, I ordered kangaroo, which was phenomenal. It was like steak, just delicious. And then ISE with Amsterdam and tried some great, food there as well. So yeah, I, I enjoy barbecuing. I enjoy cooking. It's sort of a, a relaxation, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And perfect, perfect, uh, perfect segue then for, for what we're talking about here since we're ho- all hopefully getting a little bit of time off for, for the holiday. Although it's kind of weird to say that because we've you know, there's been, <laughs> our schedules have been so random already this year that it's kind of like, oh, we're going to take time off for the holiday. Like, hmm. but, uh, but I also know a lot of people are, are still stuck at home and not able to get away. So we wanted to bring the party to you, so to speak, and, uh, uh, and bring the barbecue. So that's, that's the focus tonight, and uh, we hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy the show. So, uh, Vegeta, you, you know most of, most of our guests tonight much better than I do, and, and particularly food interests. I'm going to be the first one to admit that. Um, I, although I've been very much uh, behind to AB Foodies, um, I, I've kind of slacked off lately. Uh, lo and behold, if we haven't been just just a little a little busy. But um, I, I live in Red Lodge, Montana, and uh, the important point of telling you that is that the sun only just started shining here, and it's only just become barbecue season for real. Like we'll still barbecue in the middle of winter when it's you know minus ten or more. And when I say we, it's actually not me; it's my husband John. Um, I just watch from the inside, or you know, take him supplies and then run run back inside. But you know, we've only really just gotten into grilling season, and it's uh, yeah, I'm so excited. 
excited because you know, this is the part, this is the time of year where we start to pull out the, the big guns. Um, you, know, you guys may have seen my feed before during the summer. You'll see we've got these massive stakes. Um, a stake should be no less than two inches in my book. It's just anything less is, <laughs> it's just unacceptable, <sighs> you know, and it's got to come off. It's got to come off the grill. So, uh, you know, as quickly as I say that, I'm like, that's all I want to eat right for now for dinner. So, <laughs> but so that's the, that's kind of the big, the big intro here, but I'm desperately, uh, desperate to hear what you guys do. So, um, Mark, you, uh, uh roadie and barbecue fan, uh, <laughs> what, what's in your, what's in your barbecue bag? Oh, geez. Uh, in terms of tricks here. Yeah. I, I suppose at some point I got to talk about meat church. Actually, I want to ans- ask Nancy a quick question though. Kangaroo, does it taste like beef or chicken? Beef. <laughs> beef. beef. In okay. fact, I, I, so I stayed an extra day cause I went to wine country. Um, I wanted to, I used to drink Australian wine back in Canada cause that's all that we had. And, um, I went there and I, I said, okay, I have to have something. And I saw the kangaroo and it was so delicious. So I went back the next night to the same restaurant. So it, 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 you got to try it. It is to die for. And and try it. Nice. Yeah. I had to ask. I mean, I've tried alligator. I've tried, but yeah, I had to ask. I've never had that before. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> like, yeah. Who would, who, who, how many of us would actually know what kangaroo tastes like? So this is, this is good. I would have gone chicken for just, I would have gone I, chicken. <laughs> I was just looking here. You know, I've got like uh, you know, I, I think I, you know, you asked what's in my bag and I sing the, the praises of a company called meat church. Yes. Um, yes. On, on Twitter all the time. And this is their, their holy cow rub. But I, I was looking, it's like, is holy kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> holy kangaroo. <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah, you know, a lot of the meat church stuff that I talk about, it was uh, founded by a guy who actually does competitive barbecue and decided, hey, I can sell these rubs and make a good bit of money at it. And it's it's really gotten a cult following. And I actually got into it because, uh, you know, I've, I've been a pro, I've done charcoal, I've done propane, and I finally decided to take the uh, the wood pellet plunge this past spring and get into, and get into the Traeger. And at that point, well, hey, now I can smoke, you know, stuff for real and started digging in there and you know, the meat church stuff is just, you know, he, he does a lot in combination with Traeger and got in there and yeah, now I've got a cabinet full of these things. It's like, I've got the Holy cow, the Holy gospel, the gospel itself. I've got these nuts. It actually, <laughs> there's your screenshot. Yep. Yep. Hold the, hold the that up. Wait, wait, hold, the, hold that squirrel back up. Yep. And got him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and then when we get to recipe side, I can talk a little more about some of their, their hog, uh, rubs that they've got their honey hog and their honey hog hot and other stuff um and their bacon one but i'm gonna save their bacon one for a trick later oh, on oh, in there um oh. yeah so for me it's you know for me it's it's you know long slow heat and really good rubs and so meat church when vegeta was first uh, we were talking about concepting this show and she was telling me about the meat church uh and and the the, <laughs> the meat church faithfuls out there in the ab tweep circle and it's like wait a second how is it that i don't know meat Meat church. Um, so lo, lo and behold, if I didn't check out some of those videos, and it's like, oh man, the pork belly. He does a video on. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've been watching my local butcher for. Okay, what do you got in it? I need to get me some of this. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I like uh, Mark's Twitter feed because he starts from the beginning where he has it all prepped and everything marinated, and then he goes throughout the day showing you the difference until the he step is a by final. step yeah yes yeah, step by step <laughs> on his twitter feed well so you know it's important well yeah and it's you know and for me i guess you know barbecue doesn't need to be complex right in fact i mean it get good meat treat you know treat it well and you know get the damn thing off the grill as, as soon as you can <laughs> just, <laughs> just stop crying burning it to death <laughs> you won't find hockey pucks in this household <laughs> Well, other than like, you know, in the hockey cabinet. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. Everything in its place and, every, and a place for everything, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hockey books yeah. have no place on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, Zach, are you also a Meat Church uh, uh, disciple or what's... So, so I, I've kind of started the initiation process largely <laughs> from following Mark on Twitter and seeing all of his pictures and following Meat Church on Twitter and all of their pictures and... Uh, others coming in the mix as well. And so I actually picked up their uh, holy voodoo last weekend and threw it on some pork chops and actually was quite impressed with it. And we'll be going back to find some of the others. Um, Of course, the fun fact for me is that 
they're based out of uh, Waxahachie, Texas, which is 30, 45 minute drive from where I'm at in Dallas. And so as soon as we get past this whole uh, social distancing, COVID, whatnot going on, I plan on making the trek down and visiting their uh, little storefront they got running down there. Yeah. I, if I lived anywhere near, I would I would come and join you on that on that venture. We may have to meet up there at some point. Wait a second, isn't Vegeta Cedia Expo is going to be in Dallas at some point in the next few years? That I, is, I true. think. All right, residential AB tweeps. We have a future date. <laughs> future date at Meet Church for a Cedia Expo to be scheduled in Dallas, twenty twenty something. I don't know. I it's, it was on the schedule. At some point. Yeah. Who knows? That's assuming live events come back, and they will. They will. They will come back they at some point. Back. Yes. Well, yes. by then it'll definitely be back, yeah. and then we'll do you know. And so the fried chicken crawl. Yes. We'll do like the meet church. Yes. I don't know what what, what meetup. I, yeah. We have to come the up. Meet church meetup. See what you did there with the meetup. Uh huh. Uh huh. Nice. Nice. That's why I love this girl. That's why I love her. Plays with words. Nancy, how about you? Are you a meet church disciple, or do, or do you have a do you have a your own? Yeah, I, I mean, no, I've never tried. That's what I was looking up on my iPhone right now. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. For me, I have a seasoning that's from the Mariposa area, which is the Sierras in Northern California. And it's called uh, Sutter. And they've got, it's a mixture of um, uh, dill and onion and garlic. And so I'll use that on fish, chicken, pork chops. Uh, Trader Joe's also has their onion salt one. It's a mixture. Onions. So it, it, it has also like green onions and things in it. And that, that also is my go-to. So I have a couple and then just, you know, Himalayan pink salt. I put on everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it, just- and it's more, it's more or less because my boys are sort of, uh, they're not into the sauces and everything. And I had been, but then once I started grilling, doing it for them, I started noticing that, Hey, actually this is pretty flavorful. You don't have to be adding a lot to it. So yeah. 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 It's fine. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a saucy girl. I'm, I'm not, I don't like the sauce. Yeah. I mean, you know, like if, if, if I'm eating somebody's else's and it's presented that way, totally go, I will totally go there. But on my own, I'm just, I, I never really think about a sauce to go, you know, I have to say sauce. Yeah. I don't know why. Just sauce. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm all about the rub. Like, you know, that's, that's kind of like, I feel like if I, if you've, you've done the rub part, right. And then that's, that's my part. Literally that's my part. And then I hand it off to John and he takes care and does the brilliant part on the grill part, which I think is where all the magic really comes in. I mean, the flavor is, is one part of it, but now where I found it more flavorful, honestly, is after I have it come off the barbecue, the meat, I'll just tent it with tin foil and that locks in the juices. And then after about five minutes, you take the tin foil off. And I mean, the plate is covered in juice. Yeah. And, but there are other people that say, no, 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 take it off the grill immediately. Eat it. It's, it's fine. Uh, no. So, you know, I mean, everybody has their own way of, of grilling, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, I can uh, stab yeah, you with a meat part. thermometer if you take meat right off the grill and you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you don't mean the meat that you're stabbing. It's more the hand no, that comes no, near I'm the meat, right? <laughs> take, take the offender's internal temperature. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is good to know if you ever hang out with Mark around the barbecue. Don't, no touch. No touch. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anybody, anybody on here a Parks and Recreation fan from back oh, in the day? Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. So Ron Swanson and the Grill Virgins. And, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I, I empathize with Ron deeply in that episode. You, you kind of right, remind me of Ron a little bit, actually. I have a bit of it going on. I really do. <laughs> You're not ma- married to Megan Mullally, though. I'm, I, you know, so there's no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Presumably, I do, I do woodwork. I do not make canoes, but I do woodwork. Stacy <laughs> character, excellent, excellent. So, Vegeta, what say ye on? Uh, are, are you a do? You, uh, do you prefer dry rub? Do you prefer sauce? What's your? Oh my gosh, I may be the bad outlier here. I do like sauce, though. But I love barbecue sauce, mainly just to dab into it. But sometimes I will smother it. I'll just pour the whole half of the bottle out. (laughs) I might just be drinking sauce. (laughs) When she's feeling saucy. When I'm feeling saucy. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. I'll jump in the middle here and say that I, for me, it just depends on what, what the day, what I'm making, and kind of how I'm feeling. You know, some days... I have a number of, you know, go-tos I may go pick up that are just local local favorites, or I may just say, you know, I'm going to skip sauce today. We'll just do a dry rub, or we'll just do some basic spicing and kind of let things speak for themselves. And so it's just kind of like, well, 
let's see uh, what, what sounds good today. And also maybe what do I have on hand sometimes? What, what did I forget when I went to the grocery store? Yeah, that I know is very I true. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm one, one thing that. I'll tell you um, that my friends are completely sold on is that when I do ground Buffalo, I use a raspberry chipotle sauce Ooh. and it's just the, the combination of both is just perfect. Cause it has wow. that nice smokiness yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Now when you're doing buffalo, uh, what, what cut? Well, that would be if it was ground Buffalo. Yeah. But if I go to whole foods, um, they've got, uh, uh, Buffalo, they've got the ribeyes and the New York strips. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 Now we've got you queued up to come back on another show. Where we're going to be talking about exotic meats and, uh, we'll, yeah, we're definitely going to go, we're going to go bison. I'll, I'll bring our, our game game. Uh, from up here uh yeah yeah so (laughs) but it is tis not the season yet so that may have to be for the fall um but yeah so so those you guys the guys guys listening in if you're if you're into exotic meats or game uh we definitely will be having a show later and if that's your jam let us know for sure um love to love to know i know you know we've got a lot of venison and elk lovers out there i've i've heard it we've talked about it in the corners of the dark rooms when nobody wants to be (laughs) seen talking about such a thing but it's okay okay it's okay uh all right so let's uh let's let's get into it here so we're gonna kind of stay in the same order of things here mark uh holidays coming up grilling and chilling yes, what you, is, what, yep. yes 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 so what what you gonna be doing i'm gonna see what i can get my hands on first off yeah. that's the trick right now right and <laughs> seeing what the butcher shop's actually got in stock yeah. <laughs> um i'm hoping to find some good tri-tip Mm. Um, it, it's getting a little tougher to find these days, usually because they're you know they're they tend to cut everything up and the stuff they can sell a little easier. But I'm hoping to find a good tri tip, um, and it's a uh, it plays right into the. I use the same recipe basically for steak and, uh, that I use for tri tip, and I can share that at some point here if you would like. Please, um, please and do. It's, <laughs> and it's uh, you know it's and I, I do a reverse sear on it, um, so it, it and it doesn't take a heck of a lot of time. Um, start to finish a couple hours. I mean, it's something I can cool. start kind of later in the workday and uh, get off the grill on a nice, you know, medium rare, and you know, and off we go. So that's cool. that's the hope. I do have some ribs still sitting in the freezer, but they're not going to last till the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be real about that. They're, they're just not There's a last. weekend in between now and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, how long do I need to thaw these for? Yeah. Normally, I try and get fresh, but I mean, again, with trying to get stuff these days, right? It's yeah. you know, it's, I go in there and say, "Oh, you got a couple racks of, you know, St. Louis style, you know, whatnot." I'll, I'll take one and freeze the other, and off we go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our local smokehouse here in, in town, they they haven't been able to get tri-tip now for, well, two months as, as, as long as they've been open. That sounds but, about right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, we're not, as here in Montana, we're not as heavily affected, but it just, just comes to the show. The supply chain all the way through, it doesn't matter where you are, is, you know, you're not, not immune to that by any means. Okay. So, all right. So, so what are you going to do with that tri-tip to fin- finish your story? Okay. All right. So I yeah. Yeah, finish there. So the, uh, you know, I, I get, you know, um, I'll show the, show the folks here and I'll, I'll talk it up. I am, <laughs> I have no deals with any of these. Yeah. Mark's looking for sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thermal works and meet church. If you're listening, I'm just saying the other thing that, you know, the other thing I, you know, People ask, like, well, you know, what's what's the secret to a good steak? And I always say, well, get it off the grill, you know, early on. And and everybody wants to overcook the thing, and they never let it rest and all that. But, the first, you know, they never have a good meat thermometer, ever. And to really pull this off, if you're going to do any type of a slow cook, you got to have two, right? you got to have a thermometer that you can leave in the meat so you can actually watch it. Because I, I have an idea what time it takes. But, you know, I mean, if you like thick steaks, right, That it, it, they're always a little different. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've got the one that you leave in. And then you got the the quick read one to make sure you're not going to kill anybody. <laughs> uh, unless uh, they reach in for the food and then you're stabbing them with yeah, the quick read, I take get, it. Yeah, then they just get poked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, so for me, you know, so for me with a steak or in, in tri-tip, I do the same way. Um, I'm, I'm a big adherent to you either season the steaks right before they go on the grill, um, you know, within 30 minutes of them going on the heat, or you wait at least an hour because there's a bad window in there um, from about 30 minutes to maybe 45, 50 minutes. Uh, once you put any type of a rub or the salt on there where it starts taking the juice back out, mm. if you let it sit, if you, if you, you can try this, you're not going to, you're not going to hurt the steak. If you put uh, even just a basic salt and pepper rub on there and you let it sit for just a little bit over 30 minutes on your average steak, you'll start to see the liquid really come out and form a brine. 
And that is the worst time to put the steak back on the grill because you've got all that juice. It's just going to go to waste and you, mm. you've just sucked so much moisture out of the steak. What you need to do if, okay, if, if you know, if you salt it and you forget about it, you need to let it sit and let that brine go back in and then you can put it on. For me, I'd rather actually, I start the grill up and, and, and get it up uh, to about 225 with the Traeger because it, it still gives me smoke, but I got enough heat to cook. So I get up to about 225 while it's coming up to heat. I get the rub on there. Um, usually in this case, if I'm doing meat church, might do the holy cow, the classic. It depends if I want something a little less peppery, I might do the, the holy gospel in there. I love their stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it, you know, and, and just, and just get that coated on all sides. Everybody, you know, you, you know, you're not going to oversalt the meat. It, you're just not, everyone's like, oh, that's, that's too much salt. You're not going to oversalt this. Trust me. And you get the rub on there. Uh, you can use basic salt and pepper. You know, use like kosher salt, the bigger grains. Get in on the heat at 225. Average steak, you know, if, if you put it on there correctly at the right heat, it's going to sit there for about 90 minutes, maybe two hours. You want it, uh, for me, I want to get it up to 130 is what I want to see. So when I'm doing a reverse sear, I want to have it on there. I want to see an, an internal temperature of 130 across the entire piece of meat. Uh, I know your grill if you know where the hot spots are that becomes important and then as soon as it hit, hits 130 i kind of pull a pull a nancy here and it comes off and it goes in foil <laughs> right away uh and it gets set off to the side um you know one, and then i crank the grill all the way up to i think the traeger tops at 450 or i'll switch over to propane where i can get up to 500 plus and just crank that puppy up um, and as soon as that's up to full heat four minutes aside off and then just let it sail you know, uh out of the foil, sorry, back on, and then uh, back on the heat, four minutes aside, and it goes off, let it sit for seven to 10 minutes, and you'll have a perfect medium rare. Mm. Uh, I've yet to find a steak of pretty much any size that that will not work on. So cook it to 130, get it in the foil right away, off the heat, crank the grill up, four minutes aside to sear, let it sit for seven to 10 minutes, beautiful medium rare. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Want. <laughs> Want. I, I realized I looked at I looked at the camera right as he said that and like I had puppy dog eyes. Like, <laughs> well, and, and I love the fact it's basically flawless. I mean it it, it it it's a really simple method of doing it um that I picked up when I was doing tri-tip. Is you're spending a lot of money on the on the on the tri-tip. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if this would work on a regular grill steak and you know, lo and behold. <laughs> And it works like a charm. Yeah. So I was looking up, you guys listening in some meat church, if you haven't, if you have no idea what we're talking about, it's meat, <laughs> M-E-A-T church, C-H-U-R-C-H.com. Um, and they've, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of goodies on the site, but uh, they've got the rubs and seasoning there. So the, uh, you were talking about the, let's see, is this the, the gospel? Is that what you were using? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it kind of depends, depends what I'm doing, right? If I'm doing beef, it's going to be holy cow or holy gospel. Yeah. If I'm doing ribs and we can get into ribs a little bit later. If you're yeah. Doing oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want, to, <laughs> I want to weigh in on the sauce, no sauce. Cause I, I want to give you the one where you can make your own sauce as yeah. it cooks. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, okay. Good. And then you get into some of their sweeter, like the honey hog barbecue and the honey hog hot and things like that. Uh, so, the selection of seasonings and rubs and spices that they have on the site is just Damn. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and go to their site and buy it right from like, you know, right from Matt and company, if you can yeah. there or, or go to their store. Cause if you go on Amazon, it ends up being like 30 bucks a bottle. It's like, you know, three times the price that you're going to pay if you just yeah. buy it from them directly and have them shipped to you. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like they've got all sorts of kits and you can, you can, yes. you can buy in bulk. You can, you know, yeah. So very yeah, cool. I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm about to buy by the bag and just refill the shakers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> by the five pound bag. Yes. 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 Pounds. <laughs> pounds. Pounds. That's awesome. They've got great videos too. So if you're listening yes. in, you know, definitely uh, bookmark that. You don't, not while we're talking. No, 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 no. Listen to this then go listen to that later. So, all right. That's uh, Mark. We're, we're coming back to you. Zach, sir. What uh, what might you be grilling next weekend? Or so, week? kind of, you know, the the, the, the the actual next weekend is kind of dependent. <laughs> Texas is surging a little bit right now, unfortunately. Yeah. So we're kind of looking at what that's going to look like. Um, but typically, 4th of July for us, uh, big family gatherings. Uh, someone's doing brisket. Someone's doing ribs. And to fill the gaps in between, there's usually going to be hot links and maybe some drumsticks, chicken drumsticks, things like that. And so it, it really turns into anything and everything for the 4th of July. And um, the, 
the brisket's usually the star of the show or maybe the ribs, depending on kind of who who's in charge and what mood they're in once again. Um, and, and that's really both of those for us. Uh, I personally haven't gotten into pellet grills yet. Uh, my uncle's making the jump. Uh, my dad was always a, a big uh, pit smoker. And so always uh, pecan, mesquite. Sometimes my uncle would, uh, has a bunch of peach trees, would turn up some peach wood for stuff. Oh, and, cool. Uh, kind of get the, get the smoke going, get the temperature just right, get everything situated in there. And, uh, you know, at the, the Texas brisket, you know, if it's anything less than 12 hours, then, you know, it might not be the, <laughs> be the best in the world. So. A lot of uh, a lot of times this, this this is starting the night before July third, getting everything ready and getting the briskets on, uh, tucked in for the night. <laughs> tucked in. <laughs> and when you're tucking in said brisket, uh, what do you put on them? So uh, I personally have not tackled one by myself yet. Uh, my dad would usually, uh, when he was alive, he would do. Uh, uh, just a different combination from a lot of times, salt and pepper, you know, if it was just a really basic, basic and night. He also, he would sauce them sometimes um, right towards the end of the cook. And so let that kind of be where some of it comes in at. Um, but, you know, I, I typically, a lot of things we would use for anything is going to be salt, pepper, maybe garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, um, maybe not for briskets, but cayenne might come into the work some places. Um, things like that, just a lot of your, you know, kind of basic spices that you just get them in the right combination and let them do their work. Um, but, you know, for us, one of the things was where some of some of these things came from, so actually I have it here. I'll show, <laughs> show you all in here. I know people can't see it, but I found a copy. My dad had one, and it's still at my mom's house, and then I, I found a copy up here. It's like a Better Homes and Garden <laughs> barbecue book from, oh, uh, I don't even know what year... 1977 <laughs> and um but you know not always following exactly but usually using it as a base um just kind of a guide and then he just had a lot of things that you know yeah he would just i mean i i i told v this before uh, the other day i said you know someone mentioned recipes i'm like i i'm not the biggest recipe guy i'm just gonna kind of go with what i'm feeling <laughs> yeah yeah nothing wrong with that Nothing wrong, you know, and I think that's, you kind of get that confidence and it's like, yeah, you know, I've got meat in the fridge. I've got spices over here. I yeah, make a meal. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Together. Yeah. yeah exactly. Experiment. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it is with, with, with the different states surging again, it is, it is really going to be interesting. You know, it's funny. It's, it's really easy to sit here and talk about, you know, as though, as though it's going to be normal, but it's certainly definitely not, <laughs> not going to be normal by, by any means, but hopefully, hopefully you guys get to grill them nonetheless. So Nancy, how about you? Well, okay. Two things, Zach. Oh my gosh. My mouth is watering. <laughs> you, can't, you can't find brisket here in Northern California around uh, San Jose. You just, you can't. No. So when I had business in Austin, just this spring, I immediately went to the uh, flagship Whole Foods downtown and I, and I did have at some restaurants, some brisket, but when I went to the Whole Foods, they were, they had their whole barbecue area as well. And I tried some of the brisket and it was phenomenal. So I bought two huge ones. So it was like <laughs> over $75, <laughs> brought them home for my, my one son. Cause I knew he'd love it and then froze it so that, you know, I, I had brisket here. And so uh, I did that again <laughs> and just finished some. But brisket is just, oh, to die for. It really yes. is. Yeah. So, and then there was something else that you you had said as well. Now I just forgot. Um, but for me, for uh, my my boys will be here. And, you know, oh, I'm, I'm the type too. I can't follow recipes. Cannot follow recipes. And somehow I'll miss out on something. I'm the type that I go in the kitchen. It's like, okay. What do I have that's available? And it's just a creative way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, as I said, relaxing because you just come up with things and you think, wow, I got to write that one down. You never write it down and you never remember it again. So, um, but for the holidays, um, you know, it's, uh, because of the way it is, there's probably, I'm usually invited to somebody's house for a barbecue. So 
I was just thinking about it sitting here. I'll probably do, because my son has food intolerances, my younger one. He can have game meat, but he can't have beef. So that's where I do the bison burgers. Yeah. So I'll probably do bison burgers for him. And then for my other son, which I love, is lamb burgers. Oh, yeah. So the same is put lemon oil on it or actually, you know, before you're forming them into patties with lemon oil. And then with that uh, Sutter, I'll, I'll uh, go get it in the uh, cupboard. And then uh, lemon zest. Lemon zest for everything and anything. And so that's, that's, I think what my plan will be. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now are you guys, you guys going to be at your place? Yeah. You yeah. said your boys are coming. There we go. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, I'm, jump in. Yeah. I, was, I have a fun, fun story for Nancy. Um, so when I was little, I think I was like two, my family, we had some family out in Visalia, uh, California and went out and I think there was some talk about staying out there for a while. I don't know, fully moving out there, but I, I think pretty much my dad's mind was already made up <laughs> about how long things would go when he went to the store asked where the briskets were and they just looked at him with a blank stare. I think that was probably the point where he decided mm, this yeah. isn't going to last very long. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> That's funny. So Nancy, the, is it Sutter Butte olive oil? Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So you guys, guys and gals listening in Sutter Butte, uh, oliveoil.com is, is where Nancy's getting her spices from them when she's talking about Sutter. Uh, lemon oil and actually their garlic oil I got is, it's really good. That, oh my gosh. They have, they have a ton on their site. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great find. It's, have to have to prove that side a little bit more after this. <laughs> yeah. Vegeta, how about you? What do you, you're traveling or, or oh, I'm sorry. Are you allowed to, are you traveling? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I forget. I'm not breaking any rules. I'm traveling within the state of Nevada, <laughs> but I'm going to go visit a friend down in um, Las Vegas. And we're just, we're not going to the strip. We're not going out anywhere. We're just going to her house and she loves to barbecue and grill and smoke and make beer. She's like the most awesome person. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to head out and I'm actually going to take a little detour to Bishop, California. And there is a place out there called Mahogany Meats. Um, And they do jerky out there and different meats and things of that nature. So I was going to buy some jerky as a gift, plus for the road trip and everything, have a deli sandwich and then head on down to Vegas. And this year, she knows I love pulled pork. So she's like, I found this new technique. I've never tried it, but you're my guinea pig. She's like, I'm going to smoke it for a few hours and then I'm going to smoke it in a beer bath, but she makes beer. So I was like, oh my gosh. And she's like, I'll smoke it for a couple more hours and then we're going to eat this whole thing. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Smoking it in the beer baths. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm kind of, I'm really curious. You're going to have to take photos of that. I want to see what that. I will take plenty. I'll (laughs) tell her to take photos of the process because she'll probably be doing it as I'm driving. (laughs) I'll be doing family circus, kind of going a loop around. <laughs> She's grilling. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, so hold up and back up just a second, because yesterday uh, you were talking about mahogany meats and this jerky, and you mentioned this thing called cowboy jerky, and it sounded like it was a steak. Um, oh, yeah. It yeah. Is. It, it is an actual <laughs> piece of steak, and they jerky it. And so we've got this, almost like Mark, he mentioned, you know, how not to make a hockey puck. This is actually making a hockey puck. Purposely making a hockey puck. <laughs> It's okay if it's intentional. <laughs> so well, yeah, it's yeah. beef, and I, I can't try it, but I have a friend who loves it and swears by it. So that's how I found out about this place. Mm. Interesting. Well, I suppose if you're making, I mean, if you're making a pulled meat, right, you're actually you're going way beyond well done, right? When you do a pulled, um, you know, yeah. So I could say there's a time and place for that. <laughs> time, time and place. <laughs> how, how politically correct that was. <laughs> I, well, yeah. the, I jumped on the website and it says featuring the 16, 16 ounce slab beef jerky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm probably going to walk out of there like hundreds of dollars of just jerky. Who yeah. knows what will happen? <laughs> They're going to have to help you out with a whole nother part. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's awesome. And Nancy, they have uh, elk, buffalo, and wild boar jerky I too. I saw that. I'm up on uh, the site. Are you on the site too? <laughs> <laughs> you can order it and they'll ship it to you. Yeah. Well, that, oh. yes. 
see there you go there you go all right so listen those of you listening in um that this one is smokedmeats.com and that's mahogany meat um available from busy bishop california home since 1922 so so yes. their website says <laughs> well that that's sounds definitely family owned local yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. And you got that lead from another AB Tweep in the industry. Yes, you, I did. You, yes, yes. So uh, you can give a little shout out if you want. Oh, to my friend Harry? Yes. Harry, Harry Fukushima over at Stuart Film Screen told me about that one. Cool. Shout out to Harry. So thank you, Harry, for the lead on that. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. So now we're going to we're, we're gonna go back and in reverse order here because I want to I wanna catch up on exactly how we're seasoning things. Mark, you, you threw out your, your meat church. Um, do, you, uh, do you make your own? I do. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the cabinet, I mean, I've still, you know, I've got the, you know, all the classic makings in there. Um, You know, and it's funny you mentioned beer in here, but, um, but yeah, if you look in there, I mean, I've got, you know, I always have molasses and Worcestershire sauce and, and, and everything you need to pull off a, you know, a solid sauce, Um, honey as well. Uh, You can usually find really big jars of honey sitting in the household here. Um, But when I, you know, for example, when I do ribs, and you can find this recipe. I'm not going to claim to be the one who came up with this, although I've, I've got my own modifications for it. Um, there's a recipe out there that I think kind of, you know, it's one of Meat Church's more famous ones. It started with them for their, for their ribs, um, where it's uh, like two and a half. It's basically a seasoning both sides with the rubs. And then um, for, the, for the first part of the cook, you're on the heat for about two and a half hours. It's off. And then it's going into this foil packet. And in the packet, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember what Matt uses in there. I was actually looking... Um, kind of back in the recipes of Nancy, I saw something that you commented on one of mine about using Himalayan salt. And I find that interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's a mix of brown sugar. I think he's using brown sugar, honey, a ton of butter. Um, you know, you're already eating ribs. You might as well not be healthy about it. Um, and <laughs> Just accept it. <laughs> right. So, you know, I've actually found some variations in there using molasses and using maple syrup. And basically you're finishing the cook with the ribs, um, you know, meat side down in this foil packet. Um, and it, it, it makes its own sauce is really what it does. So for anybody who's kind of on the fence between the dry rub and the sauce, well, you're actually kind of using some of the rubs in there you can adjust and, you know, um, you can adjust and add cayenne or, you know, whatever you want to add in there to, to tweak your heat as you go. So I've done that for ribs quite a bit and I've, I've yet to kind of miss, you know, miss putting the sauce on there. But yeah, I certainly do some of my own as well. You, you, you find the stables. I tend to experiment a lot more. I don't know if it's cost or if it's just because I like the the beef recipes I've got. I tend to experiment a lot more on chicken and fish. Hmm. Um, I've had a few disasters, but you know, <laughs> it happens. There's, there's, there's only been one night where it's, you know, take a bite and it's like, okay, Buffalo Wild Wings is open, right? <laughs> <laughs> It was a pork chop night, so Zach, I got to talk to you then before I did try my next pork chop one here because that was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> it just did not go as planned. <laughs> no, it did not. Beef hockey pucks are bad. Pork hockey pucks are worse. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like they tend to go there more often than not. For some reason, that's just that. That's just that's a tough one. I mean, I, I, pork is like such. A, you've got such a. Th- I mean, beef is bad enough, but you know, pork. You've got such a thin divide. It's almost like fish, right? At least to me, you've got such a thin dividing line between, you know, juicy and phenomenal. And, oh, my gosh, this thing is, you know, coming from Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, there's, there's just not a good in between. <laughs> if you've eaten the steak at Perkins, I'm just saying. <laughs> Anything. Yes. Stick with the scrambled eggs, you're usually safe. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, the other, uh, is, you know, the, the other, um, the other thing I, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there, and I'm, I'm going to give away my secret on this one because I, I, I talk about this on Twitter constantly. I promise. <laughs> so it's not a secret if you talk about it on Twitter I'm, all the time. I'm, I'm going to show it to everybody. Oh! <laughs> uh. <laughs> if you follow me, you've seen me talk about this. This is like the the most like mudding in a pickup truck, you know, backwoods redneck thing ever. But oh my gosh, um, it's Cheez-Its for for those who can't see this. this, this but not, is, but not just any Cheez-It. Oh no! Well, this is Cheez-Its grooves, the white cheddar grooves, which you know. It's a little bit more favorite. refined. Um, white cheddar, <laughs> if, if you've got a smoker, put the thing on like 180 degrees, like low, like low, low heat, just to get a ton of smoke. And throw these in. I, I take a I take a ventilated basket. I throw a little foil in there and just like dump the the box um, while it's heating up. 
and throw some, just a little couple tablespoons of olive oil, mix it all up. And then I go just back crazy on the rubs and, and the spices in there, uh, depending. And this is the best use I've ever found for this little beauty of meat churches. It's the honey bacon barbecue. Oh, yeah. Stop and you, it. I just, I just, I lay this on with a little bit of the hot one, um, the, the, you know, the honey hog hot. And yeah, you, it, it's, it's, there, there are Reddit threads dedicated to smoking <laughs> Cheez-Its. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've never heard of smoking Cheez-Its before. I, this is fascinating. Go to Reddit, look, look up, yeah, yeah, look up, you know, you know, like smoked Cheez-Its and just go nuts. And every, I mean, it, it, it's a cult and it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the cheese, the smoked cheese at cult. Who knows? Yeah, and, and don't don't do cheese nips because it it's it just ain't right. You got to do the cheese nips. No, okay, <laughs> no, no. Well, and I'm just I'm just gonna stop us right now. Just just don't ever do cheese nips. I mean, they're just no. No, 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 it's, yeah, it's not a cheese it. It's not a cheese it. The cheese nip is mm, subpar at best. So the, yeah, and so the, that it'll take you about about ninety minutes if you do it on the low heat, and it just you, yeah. Everybody will be happy. <laughs> Happiness oh all the way around. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know how you top that, Zach. <laughs> Nancy. Zach, what do you have? Vegeta, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Do I win? Yeah, I think you win because literally there's no there's silence. Nobody is jumping up to go, oh, no, no, I can top that. Speechless. $100 cuts of meat and a $3 box of Cheez-Its. <laughs> America. Like candy bacon is the only thing I could think of that would get me even more excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I haven't tried candying the bacon yet. Um, oh. No, all I was going to say was, yeah, I mean, yeah, you mentioned brown sugar. That works its way into a lot, especially with things like ribs or uh, the the book I had earlier, it, the, the barbecue sauce recipe in there, brown sugar is a big component, some mustard. Actually, that was the fun. I found a steak. Um, steak recipe a while back a couple of christmases ago that used like a dijon mustard salt and pepper a couple of other things in it i don't remember it off off head but it it was actually did a pretty good job and we actually did it a couple of other times after that um yeah just yeah some of those extra things that you don't necessarily think about think about all the spices but but the honeys the the molasses the the brown sugar the mustards either yellow or Dijon or anything in between um, can definitely add some, some good extra touches in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of mustard just as a, as a condiment, but I, what it can do to me to it transformative for our wedding about well, nine years ago, come next month. Um, we had a, we had it at my brother's house here in Montana. It's just a big outdoor party. And we had two guys come in and do uh, they smoked just about, everything and it, it I, we talked a little bit about this on the first one but it was pretty funny it's like i think we had maybe 70 people but we could have fed 400 um you know and it's just kind of what you know it's like well you got the smokers going you might as well just stuff a bull i mean it was just it was it was hysterical we walked around they literally i think they had like four or five smoking rigs going and flipped for 70 people uh but it was amazing and on the brisket they just you know the french's kid mustard my husband loved, he, he loves it but he calls it kid mustard i let him do that because whatever but they just, just you know just all over it's like just had this yellow hat on the brisket and i don't I, you know maybe salt and pepper i don't know that there was much else it was so good it was so so good it was the first time that i had really seen it where you just like you just cake it cake it on but again so it's the acidic factor right is that part of it is that it that it helps kind of tenderize a little bit too or is, and, but is it in that case is it capping it yeah i would i would think it would tenderize but then i mean i you know Probably caramelize a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I would think yeah. as you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Now, these un, like these uncrusted salmon, right? And some of those oh. other things. That's yeah. That's you know that that's a kind of a classic right there. Dijon crusted salmon with dill mm-hmm. and. Oh, man, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. starving. I know. I know. But you know, you mentioned salmon. So to plank or not to plank? That is a question. I'm a planker. You're a planker. Mm-hmm. I'm a planker. You're a planker. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I like it, to think, yeah, salmon, you got to be careful with it on the barbecue because if you're just, even if you've oiled the bottom of it with the skin and you put it on, it's got to be on lower heat or that skin just sticks. So then when you're trying to move it, the skin stays and the rest of the salmon. I like planks. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. I'm going to be the outlier. I, I 
fish I'm usually doing inside. I don't I don't grill a lot of fish. If it's if it's the grill, it's gonna be chicken, pork, or beef. Mm-hmm. Have you done swordfish? Swordfish is the way to go on the on the grill. Really? Yeah. Swordfish and Chilean sea bass I've done. Very good. They just hold up a little bit better, I take it. Is that the just the, the, the structure? Better in the taste, the flavor. Um I I practically do everything on the barbecue. I mean the other night I had bacon strips left because I did that bacon wrapped pork that you saw that I put on oh. Twitter. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I have a couple. So I, I put them on the barbecue and it was like, my, my boys went nuts over it. Like, oh, <laughs> so good mom. But you just have to make sure you stand there. So nothing's getting burnt, yeah. but it, it really did. It, it tasted great. Yeah. You have a pizza stone per chance? Pardon me? You have a pizza stone for the barbecue? No. I just picked up a pizza stone. I haven't put it to use yet. Oh, that's, that's, that's on the list. (laughs) Yeah. So now that's a, that's a perfect segue. Uh, well, sort of, I'll turn it into the perfect segue. So flat top or grill. Do any of you guys, have any of you barbecued with the flat top grill? Like a, like a, um, have you seen this? There's like Like an ammo grill. Yeah. Yeah, Or there's like the the, solid, the solid grate. Yeah. The the solid grate. I've, I've got one for my, uh, for my Weber propane. Uh-huh. And uh, the best use I've for me, I guess I've found for it is burgers. Actually, um, I like yeah. doing burgers on a flat top because it just it, they sit there and they cook in their own juice. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something about a burger that's cooked on a flat top that just it, it has there's something magical and it does you know it does that little crispy bit around the edges too that you know just like you know, that well, here the in Minnesota, part. <laughs> so, here, so here in Minnesota we've got a thing called the Juicy Lucy. Do you see Lucy? Okay, I've heard of this. Okay, I I, I didn't get entirely blank looks there. (laughs) Um, Explain. Yeah, so the juicy Lucy is. uh, I mean, and again, this is this is bar food, right? So great with a couple of cases of beer, Um, (laughs) and maybe some friends. Yeah, well, everybody's your friend after a couple cases of beer, (laughs) and uh, it it, it's basically it's 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 a cheeseburger, but you're taking the cheese and you're putting the cheese inside the patty and then closing the patty around it, and you so you're 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 you know making basically a pocket inside the the two you know two patties and putting Mm -hmm. the cheese in there, uh, and then and then grilling that. It is as messy and as dangerous when you bite into it. <laughs> hot, hot molten cheese lava. I, I can, I, yes, I can always tell the, the you know. And there's a couple bars in town that that had that really made it famous around the area, and I can always tell when you get a newbie because you're in there, and all of a sudden somebody gets their food, and about five seconds later you get an expletive. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's that's hot. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, 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 your meat may be perfectly done, but that yeah, that cheese is running somewhere. <laughs> so this is, I think the the juicy Lucy. I'm familiar with probably from Guy Fieri and the and divers di- divers drivers and whatever how well, you know divers. So, I'm just so it's funny you mentioned that you you realize that the production company that did um you know diners drivers and dives actually was based here in. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and, and so like at least one of the juicy lucy when you talked about what that was here yeah that <laughs> I, <laughs> five, I think it was my five eight club i think maybe uh-huh, uh-huh. Look, that's yeah. so funny so that is so that's an actual that's a that's a minneapolis it's a thing that's a, yeah, yeah. It's a Minneapolis thing I, yeah. I i'll be honest with you i don't always do it because yeah. it, it hurts <laughs> it hurts <laughs> as previously discussed it, hurts. Yes, it, it, just, it just hurts <laughs> <laughs> but you that know, does... like a couple cases of beer you don't <laughs> care <laughs> right. don't right. feel it anymore yeah yeah, yeah. Pain, pain goes away after a couple of yeah. cases yeah yeah well that's so that's a that's a good question here then also for the for the rest of you guys uh cheese inside cheese outside do it have nancy have you done your your lamb burgers or your uh with cheese no, on the no, no cheese on them yeah. um but what I've done with the bison burgers is actually when I'm forming them and mushing all and adding my olive oil or my jalapeno oil from the same place. Oh. Um, what I've done is I've sauteed up some mushrooms, cut them up really, really small. Either I'll do them in uh, like balsamic vinegar and olive oil or maybe just olive oil. And I'll add those in to the mix so that you've got mushrooms throughout the, the burger. And then I'll put them on the grill. That's love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, I like that. I don't like too much stuff, you know, too, just too much yeah. stuff, but as long as the flavors are cohesive and it's, and it's a small, small dice and, you know, then, because for me, the meat has to be the first, you know, you got to, the meat's got to be the thing and then everything else is just a little accessory, but yeah, nope, nope. We did a, we did a burger show. Um, if you guys, the, the 
it will publish by the time this is, is live. So uh, if you haven't caught that one, Epic Burgers and uh, Patty, um, Patty Wanzer from Synergize, she is a burger cooking machine and she's got, she has some very strict rules about how these burgers are cooked. And I believe Vegeta correct me if I'm wrong, but it's extra cheese, double cheese, nothing less than, Right. She wants double cheese or a quarter inch thick piece of cheese if you're going to do one slice. And okay. she's like, no American. No. I want real cheese. Yeah. So we <laughs> named the burger after her. Oh. It's a double cheese patty burger. <laughs> I would, That's I would funny. Up, <laughs> yeah, I could do something like uh, blue cheese or Roquefort cheese or Gorgonzola mm-hmm. or Brie. Nice. That would be really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of burned out on blue cheese. I don't know. I just it's not. I'm the same. Actually, I'm not well, digging it. Blue cheese have Roquefort. That, Roquefort. Okay. A less, more less, flavorful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great salads. The yeah. same as gorgonzola. Yeah. A, little, a little less feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little, <laughs> aroma. Aroma. A little less funk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so has anybody tried? I'm gonna, I'm gonna because this is something I've been experimenting with. So, you know, uh, we mentioned the, the, like the beer, right? And one of the things I do when I do ribs is I, you know, if the traditional spritz for it. If if you spritz, that's a religious argument, is like <laughs> apple cider vinegar, right? Um, but I tried some uh, some grapefruit beer last time, and it was phenomenal. Worked just great flavor but i'm starting to play with whiskey i'm uh oh if you ever do a whiskey show if 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 you ever do a whiskey show you want me i am a a whiskey freak all right vegeta Um, do note note that because there will be there will be whiskey we'll probably swing around again my my scotch collection is i i'm I'm guessing i've got 16 bottles of just single malt sitting here and that doesn't include my bourbons which i'm just now learning this because i love single malt (laughs) scotches how do you guys not know this yes uh, yes (laughs) so so i'm starting to experiment with the whiskey and the cooking because it's like i'm drinking the whiskey anyways i might as well put it in the thing why not julia child you know i know (laughs) bourbon i'm all about the bourbon so has anybody tried experimenting with the the whiskey stuff or am i just gonna have to go it alone here I mean, let me know how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Zach is down to try. Yeah, I'm so down with that. I I can imagine that'd be amazing. I I mean, because yeah, well, yeah, okay. So the, the peatier, oh, you know. So if you go with like, and I with Langolin, Langolin, I'm gonna stick I, with the Ron Swanson here. I'm gonna go with the Lagavulin sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to attempt to get that right. I just knew if I started, you'd bring me home. But you know, I gotta think like that's a pretty powerful flavor. And imagine if even just it's a, a really little bit of that powerful comes, smoke comes flavor. Through. Yeah, you can probably smoke your meat without it actually touching the smoker if you go that route. Um, okay, I'm starting to I'm starting to like hash this whole like you know Lagavulin molasses sauce yeah. thing in my head here. Oh, <laughs> okay, man. this is good. All right, this is going to yep. be experiment time here yep. in the next week. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to step back and say <laughs> yes. I've, been, I've been using it at home. So in my apartment, I don't I don't grill grilling. That's usually at Waco, my, my mom's house, or I'm with my uncles or something. Um, but at home, someone gave me. So if if you're familiar with uh, Texas whiskeys, Waco has Balcones whiskeys. And I got a barbecue sauce that was from there. And it has one of their whiskey. I don't remember which one right now integrated into it. And that I was using that a lot for a lot of my indoor stuff with some beef and some sausage and things. And was really digging that. So uh, maybe not quite what you were looking for, but yeah, definitely on that track. It was definitely something, something I liked. I just, that, Thought triggered that's a good, it. That's a good thought, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've tried like my own, like, you know, was it, was it TJ Fridays that had the Jack everything for a yes, while? Yes, Jack there, Daniels right? and everything. Right. Everything. I mean, and, and yeah, and basically it was just a ton of sugar that they had some like, you know, essence of Jack Daniels thrown in. <laughs> um, but I tried my own version of that on chicken and it actually, it was a good, you know, I finally found a good use for Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I am right there with you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you have to be sorry to us. <laughs> <laughs> Gave that up in college. <laughs> I'd mix it with Diet Coke, but it's an insult to Diet Coke. Oh. <laughs> but it worked really well for, for cooking, though. It worked great for that. 
Um, you know, just make, and again, the whole brown sugar thing, because, you know, whiskey, I mean, it, it's alcohol, it's sugar, it caramelizes yeah. Yeah. as it goes. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, Zach, that's not yeah. a bad idea. All right. Yeah. I think I've got, I'm formulating a plan. Yeah, I know. are <laughs> in there. Exactly. Exactly. So I think what we're going to have to do is you're going to have to go and, and practice that you've got, uh, let's see, you've got 30 45 days. We'll give you 45 days. Uh, you're coming back in August, my friend, and you're going to tell us how that went. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we'll have an end of Deal. summer barbecue bash and you yes. your newfound knowledge to, to the grill. <laughs> and hopefully it didn't end up with a, you know, trip to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, yeah, that sucked. So next. Yeah. Drink more whiskey. You won't care. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was going to say, just drink the whiskey straight and then you won't care. Like, yeah. yeah, that didn't uh, it's kind of burnt. I don't care. Yeah, I have no taste buds left. It's okay. It's okay. The smokehouse here in Red Lodge, they uh, just started doing smoked potatoes. And it's, you may do this all the time, but they just take like the red potatoes and they quarter them. I'm, I, I'm assuming they must be bagging them or you know, foiling them or something and putting them in this. But, oh, my God, they're so good. And then they pull, them, they pull them out and they just, they just zap them into, I think, peanut oil, just like a little just kick just to crisp up the skin, just a hair. Sounds <gasps> amazing. So, so, so good. I mean, it's like ridiculously good. And there's just a, they're kind of that, like, that's a, that's a smoky potato. You're like, so it's a spicy meatball. It's like, that's a smoky potato, but it tastes so good. And I'm telling you like bre- at breakfast, I've like, I, I sauteed some of those with some eggs and some bell pepper and onion. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's really, really, really good. So smoked potatoes, that's not part of your part of your jam give it a shot there's <laughs> so good <laughs> anybody anybody done their own pot their own jalapeno poppers we got a couple of folks yeah. who like spice here yeah. well, i do i like spicy but no i haven't i haven't tried okay. it all right i gotta i've gotta i gotta dig it up i got a recipe from my my uncle who lives outside of austin um and he's you know retired and it's smoker every single night <laughs> um so somewhere here i've got a recipe sitting for his jalapeno poppers i will have to try those and i can yeah. share that on my twitter feed yeah. yeah, I haven't made any myself, but there's a, a place, uh, Heart Eight Barbecue, out near the airport here, and they they had some that were really good. Um, I've also had some really good. So, getting it, exotic meats, uh, dove hunting. At least I know big thing here in Texas. Uh, dove, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of bacon, wrap it all up. Oh, toss it on. It's been a while since I've had that, but definitely a way to go. Dove, huh? Yeah. Dove. I have not yeah. eaten dove. Oh, dove. Does it taste like chicken? <laughs> no, definitely more more red. Yeah. More red. Okay. More red. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I can go with that. Any other uh, any other game birds, Zach? Uh, not yet. Um, we we smoked a lot of turkeys growing up. Um, I've uh, attempted to. Uh, get a wild one myself but uh so far those hunts have been unsuccessful maybe one of these days um and Turk, then, yeah, i've heard wild from there it's just so we'll, we'll try one and then the other yeah yeah i've heard wild turkey not the alcohol well i suppose the same is true wild turkey not the same as as um farm turkey but uh yeah yeah, yeah i did i not sure not sure about that but up here we and you know, we get pheasant and chucker and you know in the fall so we get a lot of really great um a lot of great birds and, and then of course duck yeah. in, the, in the winter which is that's a whole nother topic <laughs> so i see a lot of recipes uh for for the wild turkey it's uh take the breast wrap it in bacon spice it up throw that on the grill um so yeah maybe not usually the the whole bird or some of the other parts uh-huh. but that's usually a way to go and then um, yeah, Texas has some other game bird seasons. I just haven't gotten into them yet and given them yeah. a shot. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, uh, good, yeah, nice choice of words there shot. too. <laughs> yes, this entire show is Sorry. all about puns. <laughs> it's very punny. It's very punny. Puns and barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Mark, was it? Yeah, somebody mentioned bacon, and uh, and I, I, I think it was you. So, this sounds like this. Let's move into dessert. <laughs> bacon's tell a food it, group. Yeah, yep, tell us about your bacon. <laughs> oh, bake, bacon's a food group. Um, so, well, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. that. That's actually one of the other uses I found for the uh, for the flat top mm-hmm. in there is is doing the bacon. I keep it pretty simple, honestly. Um, and I, I'm I'm guessing everybody else on here prefers you know usually the local butcher shop over the the grocery store from the way we've been talking. And you know I'm fortunate we've got a, a great chain in the Twin Cities here. I'm going to go for that sponsorship, and it's Von Hansen's Meats. Uh, 
um, local chain and there's actually I think there's one in the Phoenix area too because I think that's where the original founder like does his winters he's a snowbird Um, but so Von Hansen's always has this thick cut uh, bacon and honestly just that with you know some you know just a bit of brown sugar and maple on there Mm. and just get it on the flat top and 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 get it good and that's just a snack (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a snack. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, uh, you know, and, and you know, I, I grew up in, uh, I grew up in the Milwaukee area in Wisconsin, where the food groups are beer and cheese, um, and occasionally a bratwurst. <laughs> um, so, so bacon there was Oscar Mayer and out of the package. So I, I hadn't known the love of of thick cut bacon, um, but now I, I, I'm well initiated. So yeah, for me, it's thick cut and on the flat top, and you know, a little bit of sweetener, and, and off we go. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Nancy, do you uh, do you do the bacon? I just uh, like I said, you know, I might do it on the barbecue more, but I just buy from um, Whole Foods or there's a Applegate, which is good, and then um, all of a sudden I just cannot remember the other one, but it's packaged. I don't I don't get it from the the butcher. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, I think store-bought, there's a, a brand called Dailies that we get out here, and it's really good. They're, they're pepper bacon. It's thick cut. It's beautiful. I I use that a lot. Like Thanksgiving, I'll put it on <laughs> turkey, a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation, but I, I kind of bacon lace the top of the turkey, and then I'll pull it off about three quarters of the way through and crisp up yeah. the bacon so you can eat it and let the tan lines <laughs> on the bird get, get covered in. Um, but so it, for, as, as for as for using bacon, I'll uh, – I buy, so I'll, I'll buy on the internet, you know, boar and, and venison yeah. and things for my son. So I'll do a, a boar roast and I'll do bacon wrap boar roast. Oh, cool. Bacon wow. wrap pork roast or pork chops. So I'll put a slice of bacon and wrap it around there with uh, um, toothpicks and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what mainly what I've done so far. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the candied bacon is just amazing. There's a uh, a syrup that I like to get. It's uh, I think it's Runamock Farms, and I think they're back in Vermont. But it's a bourbon barrel aged uh, mm-hmm. maple syrup. <laughs> so so, but it's like you know Amazon solicitors are like that much. It's like twenty bucks for like that much. <laughs> uh, but you don't use you don't use as much. That's my excuse. But slather that on some bacon and mm-hmm, under the mm-hmm, so good. So so good, and it's funny. I don't like bourbon, and you know, just but yeah. put it in something sweet, and then put that on top of meat, and I'm the happy girl. Bacon <laughs> with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know we've just turned off half of our audience, or maybe five in the <laughs> audience. I, I I know there's one. I know you're coming after us for mentioning bacon, and it's okay because not all can have bacon, but we're talking about it today, so you have the choice to listen or not that's your perspective the other thing i've gotten into with uh with some of that was um courtesy of the good butcher shop is is some of the <laughs> i mentioned bratwurst the uh some of the their their more designer bratwurst in there mm-hmm. so uh where they've got like you know chicken bacon rice brats and some of these things i know it sounds like sacrilege but trust me it's really good and you do it on the smoker and you know, 225 an hour aside take it off and go nuts and if you try that with a johnson bill from the store it's your own fault <laughs> But, You've been uh, warned. <laughs> yes, it, it will. It will explode and it will dry out, and you will not like life. Um, but if you try it with a good broth that's actually got real casings and everything else, yeah. So I found bacon actually works as a sausage stuffing. Hmm. Throw it out there. There you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, since you were uh, you were surfing for sponsorships, I'm going to do the same thing. You know, earlier when I was asking you guys about about the flat top, so uh, my husband John's been watching um, his his. COVID crush has become this guy, uh, Sam, the cooking guy. So check him out on YouTube. He's out of San Diego. He's awesome. He's just, he's like, he's got this great sort of like a little, maybe he's from New York or whatever. He's just kind of got a little bit of, he's got a little bit of an attitude and it's just, he's just awesome. Anyways, he, his whole outdoor, he's got, I think he has every toy that you possibly could have. Um, but he uses the Komodo quite a bit, quite a bit. He's got the Komodo with the rotisserie in it, which is pretty cool. Um, and if you guys don't listening in or here, if you don't know what that is, it's Komodo with a K and it's Komodo grill. They're really, really, really cool. Um, but then he did a couple of shows and he uses this Evo grill, EVO grill, and it's a flat top, but it's a flat top surface, but it's, uh, is it propane? I think from the bottom, Oh my gosh, what he, I mean, he lived, he cooks everything on, on this. And he did this one show about breakfast and, you know, like break, you know, like brunch for the masses or whatever. 
And he, you know, it's this big round flat surface, but he's got his eggs in one little section. He's got his potatoes in one little section. And of course you have to be okay with all of your different foods, how to each other as you're cooking. Um, but, and it was just like, he did everything right on that single flat surface. And then, you know, at the very end, then he, he scrambled up the eggs on top and it was just like whoosh, whoosh, done. Super cool. So it's a, the Evo grill. And that's, uh, for me, this is the one that's kind of probably next on the, the list. It's like, mm, that's, that's what we so, want. <laughs> so I'm, look, I'm looking at these, I'm looking at these online and they look gorgeous. Um, yeah. I'm going to need a raise. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Like I said, surfing for sponsorship. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They exactly. Look they look good for those. Yeah, go to the site. They look gorgeous. Yeah. But I, I will never complain about the cost of my Traeger ever again. No, ex- well, and that's, so that's the kind of the funny thing. And I'm glad you mentioned that because for so long, I always thought, God, the yeah, Traeger's really, uh, yeah, really expensive. But, you know, you realize that that's, but if that's something that you're going to be using often, then, you know, it's an investment and it's exactly. worth it. So. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know about you guys. And we have a really simple barbecue. You know, we've got kind of like the, the, the bolt-on. So you've got the barbecue, you've got the propane side, you've got the, the wood side, and then you've got the smoker box on the end and it's three miles long. And, um, but yeah, it's like Home Depot special. And I think if it costs us like 400 bucks, I'd be surprised. And we've had it for pushing 10 years now at this point. I think we've replaced... Uh, we've replaced some portion of it. I don't really like the one. I mean, it might've been the wood side. Um, got a little too, a little too cried, but other than that, I mean, you know, so it's like, and that's the whole point of this is I, and I think why I, I love this type of cooking. So you really, I mean, you can, all you need is like meat fire and something to put meat on said fire and you're good to go, you know? So, yeah. um, it's, it, it doesn't take, it doesn't take a million bucks, but if you have them, Yes. <laughs> if you have the million bucks <laughs> yeah yeah uh, well you guys thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing i was just realizing the timer we're we're up to well over an hour at this point so we could do this all night long and uh well goes on thursday night we probably would exactly exactly so but thank you thank you for sharing your 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 grilling tips and and uh and some of your chilling tips too and uh you know it's whatever you end up doing for the holiday um enjoy and hopefully it's hopefully it's enjoyable and surrounded by food friends and 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 more food so thank you thank you once again uh let's make a lap around the room one more time and if you would as you go just reintroduce yourself and share out your handle for twitter so people can follow you um well let's uh kind of go in that same order so you've uh, i'll i'll start i'm katie mcgregor bennett i'm at katie mcgregor unfortunately it's not spelled like most so just the fact that you know my name is katie doesn't mean you'll find me it's k-a-t-y-e-m-c-g-r-e-g-o-r and that's on twitter vegeta well, I'm Vegeta UG, and my Twitter handle is at views by V, and it's V I E W S underscore B Y underscore V. All right, I'm Mark Okern, and it's <laughs> really original. It's at Mark underscore Okern, O K E R N. And stop on by for whiskey, meat, and all sorts of other things. <laughs> but your views are your own. Yes. <laughs> Zach? All right. Uh, Zach Gomez uh, at B-U-Z-C-G. Um, comment earlier, you know, back back in the college days and uh, handles hung around. And yeah, every uh, AV opinions, food opinions, anything else opinions, you can find them there. <laughs> Excellent. Nancy, bring us home. And mine's Nancy Blanchard, and it's at, at Nancy Blanchard, B-L-A-N-C-H-A-R-D. Awesome. Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, I hate to say it, but this is the end. So the end was near and now the end is here. So uh, we're going to drift off into our evenings and dream of meat and everything you can do with it. I might even dream of whiskey, even though I don't really like it. But now I just want to figure out what I can cook with it. So we can come back and have that show. Mark, 45 days. 45 days. That's all you've got. Sounds good. <laughs> Make a lot of meat and drink a lot of whiskey in that time. Exactly. <laughs> and tag it AV foodies. Yes, I can do that. Exactly. And I'm so glad you brought that up. So yes, AV foodies is the hashtag. AV bites is the show. AV trade talk is the, that gets confusing, doesn't it? Okay. Let's try that again. So AV trade talk is the podcast. AV foodies is the show. AV bites is also the show. Anyways, you'll find it all on, on, on the tweeters and, 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 you know, you'll find it. It's okay. Uh, thank you again for listening in. I'm Katie McGregor Bennett, your host, Vegeta UG. Thanks for rocking out the co-host seat once again, my dear. No problem. (laughs) We'll catch you guys on another episode. Stay tuned. Until then, keep drinking, eating, and enjoying your life. We'll catch you again. Take care. Bye, everyone.